Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat Smith, the QB of E. And tired QBV actually but we'll get into that in a second and uh, with me is as I regularly have or is regularly on the radar is uh, the Viking over in Norway come in Norway hello hello I hear it's nearly Eurovision is it nearly Eurovision time I think it is but I don't pay attention to that but if you hear the noises in the background it's actually the rabbits fighting they are running around whirling around Oh, they just stopped. Anyway, yes, it's Eurovision <laughs> time. I do not pay attention to that, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. go on. It's so much fun. Uh, um, the very first time I ever saw it, I watched it with a couple of friends in London. Um, and they were campus uh, arrived tents, these friends. And uh, it was just hilarious because mm. it's pretty much the target audience, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's cheesy pop for <laughs> cheesy people. It's, a, it's an excuse to drink. Yeah, but, and dress up and have a good time and forget about everything that's wrong with the world, which I don't think is such a bad thing. Go Eurovision. But the thing is, when I was watching it with these two guys, one of them, he uh, he pretty much knew a person who came from every single country that was um, performing. So every time the country would come on, he'd ring that particular person. Um, and he could speak about 10 languages, so he'd be yabbering away at <laughs> them going, oh my God, you're actor shit or it's amazing or have you seen their costumes um and i was really impressed i was so impressed he was definitely a global citizen oh well very much a global citizen well that's good um so you are gonna sit down for eurovision and get drunk and sing along to stupid inane uh songs from most of the countries in the world having a friend no Okay. No, so you're not. not this time. No. I have done a couple of Eurovision parties where we have got dressed up and got Eurovision and parties. It. What what the fuck is that? Well, you, you and you have a um, what do you call it? A sweepstake or something where you you get assigned a country as in, in a, as a you know, random thing, and you have to see if your country wins. <laughs> You have to cheer for your country and come up with you know slogans for your country, etc. Oh, sounds brilliant. Uh, yeah. It was, well, yeah, it's an excuse to get drunk, though, isn't it, really? And have some fun and games when you've mm. got nothing else better to do. I think we've spent far too much time on uh, on Eurovision already. No, um, you can never spend far too much time on Eurovision, I think. I'd, I'd, rather, like, I'd rather like to hear about why you're so tired today, because normally, well, so I mean, you got you got one kid, you got one puppy, you got one husband, you got a maid. I see no reason mm. for you not to get a full good night's sleep, so. Yeah, I've got two cats as well, and one cat mm, ha- has decided to take up the joy of waking me up every morning at 2.30 or 3.30 in the morning, wanting to go outside or wanting food. Um, and the the way he does this is quite not very subtle at all. It's as subtle as a sledgehammer, so instead of just coming up and meowing, he goes in behind the curtain of the big window and he pulls against the fly screen on the door. So it's you know, a metal fly screen, which you can slide across because it's got ranch sliders. And he puts his claws in it and he pulls it and it goes bang, 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 bang. So before this 
before this evolves into yet another cat telling cat stories episode, <laughs> is that why you were awake all night? The cats? Well, no. Cause, no, originally it was because no. he woke me up. And oh, then right. I went to... Okay. Then I made the fatal error of picking up my phone and ah. indulging in some screen time at 3.35 in the morning. Um, which would have been fine if I just thought, okay, I'm going to do 10 minutes of this because I'm awake and then put it down. And I know all the problems it causes when it has, you know, the light that comes in your eyes and all the rest of it. Your brain gets stimulated. But then a person who was uh, up near your way, actually, decided to chat to me over a chat software. Mm. And um, yeah, and we chatted for an hour. <laughs> mm. um, and she's in, she's in Iceland. And it wasn't until the hour was up, she was like, uh, why are you awake at four in the morning? I said, well, why are you awake this early? And she mm. said, well, it's only midnight here in yeah. Iceland. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, you're a bit further west than Norway is. Uh, so, yeah, but it was good because I hadn't uh, talked to her, and I'm putting talk in quotation marks because I wasn't really talking. It was just messaging. Chat. Um, yeah, so I was awake, awake. I couldn't really get back to sleep. Really? But you know what that does to your brain? coming to visit. You know what uh, that does to your brain, don't you? It just fries it. And looking at the phone. In the middle of the night, yeah, yeah. yeah you got the uh, you got the LED light from the screen, yeah. and that is actually yeah. the same light that makes us kind of wake up. Yeah. So we tend I to know. wake up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing that you never fell asleep. No, no, I've hmm. been up ever since. So yeah, uh, but combined with that was uh, the fact that we'd gone out um, last night to an iftar, which is the um, feast that. Um, the Muslim community have after they fasted during Ramadan at the end of the day. Yeah. So when the sun goes down, they break their fast for the feast. It's called iftar. And we went to a particularly swanky hotel and we had iftar there. And it was just like a big smorgasbord of Ooh. buffet of different food. So I ate far more than I ever should have and felt so very question. sorry for myself. <laughs> Yes. I have a question about that because that's a, that's a cult. I mean, people do Ramadan in this country as well, but we don't really see anything. We don't know what happens kind of behind the curtain. So they mm, they don't eat for several days, and when they can eat, they tend to binge, don't they, uh, and have parties and stuff. But do any of them? Is it how do I say this? So you know, you can have Christians. Or you can have people who've grown up in a Christian society. So they adopt kind of whatever they'd like to adopt from tradition. But in your in the country where you are now, would it mm -hmm. be the same there? Like you have Muslims that kind of believe, and then you have Muslims that have grown up in a Muslim culture. So the, what I'm getting at is, do, these, uh, do some of these people actually drink, like and drink alcohol during these parties? Or is that a strict... <laughs> um, I can neither confirm nor deny what happens <laughs> in these is that, is that going to be sufficient? Um, I think there are Muslim people who do drink. I don't think that they, uh, that their religion allows it. Mm -hmm. But then it's just it's choice, isn't it, really? What you choose yeah. to believe and what you don't. I didn't um, mean to put you on the spot, but... Yeah, know, I, it is interesting. can I honestly say I don't know I don't know anyone personally, but I have seen people mm. who yeah. are local who are drinking. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's totally up to them. But at, yeah. at, at these particular iftars, if it's a public one, there isn't any alcohol. They don't serve yeah. it. Do any of them lose weight? Um, yeah, they do. Yep. I know hmm. a lot of people who use Ramadan as a dieting But if you if you think about it, so it's not everyone doesn't just go off and binge eat. There will be people that do binge eat that that particular meal because it's you're so starving, hungry mm, after yeah. fasting for sixteen hours. However, um, there are people who don't do that at all. They'll just eat, you know end up eating smaller meals because they don't feel like eating and and they're sensible about it. And yeah, yeah. it's just turning the time you eat on its head. Since you're eating in the morning, you eat in the evening. Yeah. That can't be good for them, can it? I mean, you're disturbing your natural rhythm, and then suddenly eating a lot in the evening before you go to bed—that can't be, can't be ideal. Well, you're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. Well, they don't go to bed, so that's the problem. Oh, so they, they'll stay up. There's an there's a early morning meal as well, like a really really early morning. There's early morning prayers, like two in the morning, and then they'll go to bed after that and they sleep. So it's they get tired, so they don't start work till later. School start later. Oh. It's it's a completely different way of, of right. doing things. So yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's not about going it, for days it, without eating. You actually eat quite a no. lot and. No, yeah. You can break your fast at, 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 at even in, in the evening, hmm. and you can eat what you like until hmm. the prayer, prayer in the morning, and then you fast again. Brilliant. Okay, yeah. that was a lesson for the readers. So, what what yeah. other lessons uh, do you have for us today? Well, I guess I think the reason um, the thing I did want to talk about is actually being tired and being absolutely shattered and losing interest in things because there comes a time when you have a business where even though you love it and you've loved what you've done with it and you've gone in every day and you've you've got some successes and you've done got some wins and and everything and sometimes and you've conquered things that you never thought you'd ever do um sometimes there's times when it just is a daily grind that you know the staff are constantly fighting or there's constantly demands of you or the landlord's being arsy or there's bills to pay and that and it's all the the it's it's not even the big things. It's the tiny things that build up and build up. And it makes you exhausted. I know I've been in this situation before where the salon is just like, I have just I didn't want to hear another word about it. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted a day off. It's almost like yeah. when you were, like, when I was a student at university and you didn't ever stop being a student. Even your weekends, you had to work. You, you were studying or you were writing reports or whatever you were doing. You never really had time off you were just a student mm. for three years that's it and you just yeah. got sick of it yeah so yeah. there's that there's that danger where you stop you fall out of love with things because those little things are spilled up so there's a constant little stresses over time and you yeah. end up doing yourself a disservice so i know there are a lot of salon owners who do not take holidays and the reason what? they don't take holidays. What? Shock. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, and there's a number of reasons for it. It, it, it sometimes it's off their own um, yep. back that they don't want to leave the salon. They don't feel that they can trust anyone in the salon um, or that they don't feel 
that um, the solemn would cope without them. Um, and then there's other things like um, they just don't factor that in as part of um, how it is to be a human being. You need time off. Yep. Uh, there's also things around staff resenting you for taking time off, um, and they mm-hmm. make their they do make their uh, resentment known sometimes quite mm. uh, in nasty ways about you actually ha- having time off. How dare you? Um, yeah. And there's a lot of things like, do you deserve having time off if you're a business owner? Um, mm. Surely you should be there all the time doing things. So um, I guess I'm right, like preaching to the converted. If you are not taking holidays and you're not f- not scheduling them in and not actually making the use of actually sitting back and doing absolutely nothing and refreshing, your brain is going to become like mine is right now, a bit soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I, I guess that's fuzzy. true. What, what tends to, what happens in many cases, at least, is that people work and when they work, they, if, they are not, if they don't have that many staff, they, they tend to be part of the team. And that means that they too are, sure. are trading, trading their time for money. And especially when you don't really, when you, when you can't make much of a profit, that's, it's, it's difficult to, to move away and go away and do something else and be able to relax. So that's a challenging uh, situation. Now, when you're at the level where you maybe too do have employees and you you do make a profit, you might not feel that you're allowed to take off, uh, take time off even then. Because I, I'm a bit in the same situation, I guess. I, I uh, as uh, our listeners know, at least if you paid attention, I work from my <laughs> home office uh, three times a week, and I stay in the office two With times a week. And even that, yeah, exactly. And even that makes you know uh, makes staff question whether I actually do something. And and many times, I mean, I I do my workouts during the daytime when I'm in my home office. I do loads of other stuff. I run errands. I do things on the house. I do other things as well. So so, sure. but what 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 the dimension that's lacking from that is that as the business owner, I work on the business more or less twenty four seven that's what my my mind is is on all the time so actually that time is needed to be to be able to perform i need that time away uh and if i can't have that i mean if i had to go to the office every day what i would have is a job i would have a job that i had to be i had to show up every day at the same time and i would have all the all the obligations as a business owner and an employee but I wouldn't have any of the benefits as a business owner because yeah. I would just own yeah. the business. Yeah, and that's a dimension I think that's really important to at least think through whether you actually have a have a have a business or a job. Because if you have a business, you you I mean you you start a business for a reason. You don't start the business just to get a job because if you just wanted a job, you could get a job, you know, wherever you wanted, probably. Yeah, wherever you wanted. Yeah. More or less. Exactly. I, I like the way that you said that you're trading time for money. I think that's actually a really good point. If you are, mm-hmm. um, if you're working in the business and you're working in the business because you can't employ other people yet, you, it's a kind of a, one of those things. I know it's a catch twenty two situation. Is you need to be able to maybe make a sacrifice or bite the bullet and employ someone so that your time better spent somewhere else so that you can make the money otherwise you're never going to get ahead i just want to <laughs> tell a really really give a give a really really short example about someone who who ran uh, she runs a clinic 
and I was in a meeting presenting to them and and uh, I asked everyone what they charged and she uh, consistently charged about 10-15% below all the others but she still got a full work week and she didn't have time she couldn't take any time off and I said look if you just increase your prices to she was under what you could call the going rate. So I said, even if you wow. increase your price to what we could call the going rate, which isn't a good rate, but if you start by increasing what you charge, you know, to that amount, you will probably, well, probably you won't lose any clients, but if you do, you'd still make the same and you could stop working by lunchtime on Friday and spend that time, you know, doing something else, something you like, instead of just, you know, working your ass off. Uh, I don't think she took yeah. that advice because people don't. They just, for some reason, don't. But, um, yeah. Most salon cleaning guys probably have. They they can probably do it in some way or the other. Get some more free time and, uh, yeah. I, I guess. It's, yeah, I guess. And then sometimes you just don't know where to start with that. So sometimes it's having someone else look over your shoulder and say, this is what you could be doing here this is what you could be doing here this is how you could change this and sometimes that makes it so much clearer it's just so much easier to see it when there's no one else who's not emotionally involved in it i guess which yeah. brings me nicely to what we're here for i guess yeah what are we here for <laughs> what are we here for Kat? other <laughs> than promoting ourselves <laughs> and <laughs> being nice to others by the way i saw we got listening to their own voices i checked our itunes page and we actually got three five star reviews by the way Woo. Mm. So people like the podcast. Now, what we're here for, what you could do is that, uh, you know, you could go and have a breakthrough call with us, for example, if you'd like. It's up to you. Mm. No obligations, no costs. And Fun how do that. we do that? How do we do that? You go to com forward slash start. And there you will find two buttons, one with pretty cat and one with the tough white Viking. And you can choose which one you'd like to talk to. Awesome. And then you would do is book in a call, yeah? Yeah, that's the idea. And what happens cool. on the call, Kat? Uh, we go through your business and we come up with a strategy to get you moving again. So whether whatever it is that's um, stopping you from moving to that place you want to get to, uh, yeah. we come up with a strategy to take you there uh, and give you yeah. a plan, which actually is quite beneficial and quite useful rather than just giving advice we give you a plan yeah and the plan it's true helps you do what you need to do you get the plan forever how cool is that so go there and we will back we will we will be back with a new episode in a week we might be back i don't know we i might, might be, be going back. to sleep soon <laughs> <laughs> ciao cool. take care Bye. you've been listening to the grow your salon fast show with cat and vagard Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.